Hey, welcome to day seven, March the 1st. This is The Daily Pause. I can't believe we're already here on day seven. Uh, It's day seven because remember, we don't count Sundays within the count. So February 22nd was a Wednesday. That was day four on Saturday day six yesterday, and it'll be 40 days minus the Sundays, if that helps any of you to do the math. But I'm here today with my good friend, Alana Moyer. She's our youth director, Royal Family Kids Camp director, and she leads our CityServe outreaches that we do. Alana, good to have you. Howdy, everybody. She's going to be reading in a few moments and sharing with us and praying for us. And uh, But as we begin today, we want to begin with just a few moments of quiet before the Lord. This may be in the morning for you, afternoon or evening, but our lives get pretty busy. We get pretty hectic, and um, sometimes we just need to quiet our hearts before God. And uh, Jesus often withdrew to a ramos, was the Greek word, to lonely places to pray, quiet places. That's literally what the scripture means. So let's make a quiet place right now before God and just wait on him and say, Lord, come into this moment. Speak to me through this simple podcast and teach me your ways. Let's begin now. Day 7. Light Again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John eight twelve. Darkness resides around and within us. We experience different kinds of darkness. The darkness of intense pain and suffering, the darkness of loneliness and grief, the darkness of evil and sin, and most especially, the darkness of death itself. Being overwhelmed by darkness can cause difficulty, confusion, and pain. Christ enters the darkness of our world as the light. His life both echoes and fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Right up to the present moment, the radiant light of Christ continues to shine among us. When we follow Christ, his light penetrates our darkness. It illuminates our lives with his direction, delivers us from dark powers, and empowers us to live fuller and freer lives. Indeed, we become children of light in a dark world. I'm wondering, listening to you, read, wondering, have you, what's the darkest place you've ever been in, like physically, not emotionally or whatever, but darkest place, can you ever remember where the darkest place you've ever been? Hmm. I can't really think of a time, I mean, that's more dark. I can't think of a time. I I remember one time I was in a cave. Mm. We were spelunking. Is that what you call it? Spelunking? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Terrifying. it, It was absolutely terrifying because there were low you know, uh, rock formations, and in, in you had to watch. And boy, it was all I could do to not turn that flashlight on every... You're supposed to do it without it, you know? But you're feeling your way in the dark, and it is a scary thing when you're used to 
having something of light to guide you. And it's amazing what little light can shine out of darkness and dispel it. That picture is so amazing in my mind that in the darkest places, light shines the most, Mm -hmm. and Christ finds us in those places. How do you feel in your life about experiencing God's light? When have you done that? Yeah, I think about especially a dark time when I was in high school and just feeling depressed and and just a very dark time with a lot of things going on and how God met me and brought hope and even if it was it was just a spark, you know, just a small piece of light that you I held on to and that's what got me through and it makes me think of Corey Tenbloom, she has a quote about a train in a in a cave or in a what is that called a tunnel tunnel yeah, yeah. A, a train in a tunnel and what that tiny light at the end of that tunnel how you go towards that and what hope that tiny light at the end yeah. of the tunnel does for you it helps you keep going and that's what Jesus did for me in that dark time is yeah. that his that that light of Jesus kept me going um, knowing that there was an end to the tunnel end of that season there's a famous minister priest that said that we experience sometimes the dark night of the soul and i know that people go through that i've experienced my own dark night of the soul and i think we should pray for people today maybe have you pray for them that are maybe experiencing that and they're crying out to god they're but they see just a glimmer of hope and that today regardless of people are on top of the world or they're in the dark night of the soul that they would continue to go towards that light of the truth of God, the hope that he brings. Would you pray for us that way? Yeah, absolutely. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you came into our dark world to be our light. We so desperately need that. And Lord, I pray for those who are in a dark place, who feel confused or lost or lonely. God, would you meet them? Would you show yourself to be the true light? And God, would you bring hope Would you help them not to give up, but to keep going? Lord, we all turn to you because we need your light and your guidance. And so, Lord, I pray that you would fill us so that we can be light to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Share with us what would be a practical thing we could do today. Light a candle in a working space or somewhere in your house as a reminder of the good news of John 8:12. Ask yourself, what are the dark areas in my life? Bring these areas to the living Christ and let the light of Christ that the darkness has never extinguished shine in. May it be true of all of us today that if we see a candle flickering that we remind ourselves of the hope that is in Christ, the light that is available to us in the lightest of days and the darkest of nights. Until next time, bye-bye.